I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. Today we will continue our study of the biblical teachings of those that have earthly wealth. We will start with the study of some verses from the Gospel of Luke. and We will see where the Holy Spirit leads us in today's podcast from there. Luke chapter 16 verses 1 through 13. Jesus told this story to his disciples. There was a certain rich man who had a manager handling his affairs. One day a report came that the manager was wasting his employer's money. So the employer called him in and said, What's this I hear about you? Get your report in order because you are going to be fired. The manager thought to himself, Now what? My boss has fired me. I don't have the strength to dig ditches, and I'm too proud to beg. Ah, I know how to ensure that I'm having plenty of friends who will give me a home when I'm fired. So he invited each person who owed money to his employer to come and discuss the situation. He asked the first one, How much do you owe him? The man replied, I owe him 800 gallons of olive oil. So the manager told him, Take the bill and quickly change it to 400 gallons. And how much do you owe my employer? He asked the next man. I owe him 1,000 bushels of wheat, was the reply. Here, the manager said, take the bill and change it to 800 bushels. The rich man had come to admire the dishonest rascal for being so shrewd. And it is true that the children of this world are more shrewd in dealing with the world around them than are the children of the light. Here's the lesson. Use your worldly resources to benefit others and make friends. Then, when your possessions are gone, they will welcome you to an eternal home. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with great responsibility. And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be trusted with the things of your own? No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. We will start in on Christ's description of his parable from verses 9 through 13. Therefore, I will restate them in the King James. Luke 16, 9 through 13. And I say unto you, make to yourself friends of the manna of unrighteousness, that when you fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitation. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much and he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much if therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous manna who will commit to your trust the true riches 
And if ye have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Most of the verses here have importance to those that profess to being a follower of Jesus Christ. Accordingly, we will take a look at these that will cause people to think from different perspectives. We will start with the verse 11 from the Amplified Bible Classic. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the case of unrighteous mammon, deceitful riches, money, possessions, who will entrust to you the true riches? Once again, the King James Version, we can do a breakdown for certain words. If therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? Ye have not is no or not. Faithful is objectively trustworthy, subjectively trustful, faithful, reliable. Unrighteous is unjust by extension, wicked by implication, treacherous. Mammon is an Aramaic word meaning riches, money, possessions, property. Will commit to your trust is two words. The first one is to believe and trust, and the second one is you. The takeaway from this translation, if a person has not been faithful with their earthly riches, possessions, and property, how can they be trusted with those heavenly rewards yet to come? What does this mean? For that, we look to Timothy. 1 Timothy 6, 17-19 Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need. Always be ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasures as a good foundation for a future so that they may experience true life. Verse 18 in the King James is that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. Now we're going to break this down. That they do good is do good. I work that which is good. Perform good deeds. Good is beautiful, good, properly, beautiful, but chiefly, figuratively, good, literally or morally. That is valuable, virtuous. Works is again two words. To work, toil, enact, deed, labor. And the other version is am, was, come, is, there is, to be, was. Ready to distribute is ready to impart, good at imparting. Impart is to grant a part of a share of, to give, bestow, communicate. 
willing to communicate is willing to share, sociable, ready to communicate, beneficial. Per the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament, when these two words are combined as seen in this verse, these two words mean this, he who gladly gives others a share. Therefore, this verse comes out saying, they do good works that are virtuous, who gladly gives others a share of their earthly riches. Now most do not do this. They say they tithe their 10%. They cling to the majority of their money and claim it as their reward, and none are welcome to a share. Simply, they have not been faithful with their corrupt riches. For it is made clear that to be faithful, they must share most of it and joyfully. Those who insist upon keeping their wealth, using majority share for their own wants and desires, are poor stewards of their money. So they are showing they cannot be trusted with their heavenly rewards. This is why we see this said in verse 13, Luke 16:13. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. By seeking after more and more, seeking after wealth, luxuries, fancy clothing, possessions, those that do this are enslaved to money. They do not serve God even though in their eyes they believe they are. The glorified Jesus Christ sent a letter to them. Revelations 3, 14-22 Write this letter to the angel of the church of Laodicea. This is the message from the one who is the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. I know all the things you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other, but since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich, I have everything I want, I don't need a thing, and you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. So I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been purified by fire. Then you will be rich. Also buy white garments from me so you will not be ashamed of your nakedness, and ointment for your eyes so you will be able to see. I correct and discipline everyone I love. So be diligent and turn from your indifference. Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear, must listen to the Spirit and understand what He is saying to the churches. The key element in the description of the lukewarm, Revelations 3.17 You say, I am rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. You say, I am rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. Does this not describe those that are enslaved to money and not God?
Do they not profess to being quote-unquote Christian, yet they insist upon having all their wealth for their own comforts and desires? The Bible shows that they are to give most of their money away and do so gladly, as stated earlier. Yet right now, if they are still reading this or listening to this, they are getting angry and protesting. 1 Timothy chapter 6, 4-10 through Anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meanings of words. This stirs up arguments ending in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicions. These people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt, and they have turned their backs upon the truth. To them, a show of godliness is a way to become wealthy. Yet, true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into the world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. So, if you have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plague them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. To them a show of godliness is just a way to become wealthy. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Later in Luke 16, this is said, Luke 16, 14 through 15, the Pharisees who dearly loved their money heard all this and scoffed at him. Then he said to them, you like to appear righteous in public, but God knows your heart. What this world honors is detestable in the sight of God. Wealth, status, possessions, and seeking after them is seen as detestable in the sight of God. Are people willing to accept their shortcomings? Time is running out, for His return is nigh. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else Make a name the world remembers But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams I got lost in the lie that it was up to me To make a name the world remembers Jesus is the only name to remember. And I, I don't want to leave a legacy. I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. And I.
don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus.